Hey there, everyone. I'm Arielle, GM of the Legend of the Five Rings campaign, Shadows in the West, and welcome to the next of our 20 questions episodes leading up to the release of our story. The L5R 5th edition book has a list of questions called the Game of 20 Questions to get to know your character better. And this series will introduce our players and their characters one at a time. Today, we're going to have Ellie with us, who plays the Kunishigenja Dayu in Shadows in the West. Hi. So we're going to start with some player questions. And the first of that is, what do you do? Who are you? What are some of your interests? Stuff like that. I'm Ellie. I am a quote unquote writer. I guess <laughs> you can't find my work anywhere, but trust me, I'm a writer. It's a very writer thing to say. My interests would involve uh, lots of gaming, lots of RP. My well, where I started with tabletop gaming would be when I was around ten or eleven years old. My friend's dad was really into it and used to run games all the time, and decided it would be a good idea to run a game with his kid and his kid's friend and my family. So it came two big families doing a long, long thing in the Forgotten Realms that lasted about a year or two. That's pretty cool. My first ever character was uh, named Blaze. He was a elven fighter mage dual class. This was way back in a 2.0 advanced or something like that. And uh, if you think that's edgy, it only gets edgier. His name was spelt B-L-A-E-Z which is supposedly Gaelic for wolf. <laughs> oh my god. This is the first time I've ever confessed this. It'll never happen again. Now it's uh, out to the public. <laughs> I hope I've grown since then. I think all of us have evolved. It's taken me a real long time to come to terms with the fact that I actually did that. And uh, I've burned all my Walmart wolf t-shirts since then. So, And that was my first and only experience with tabletop until now. I've been trying to get back into it ever since, and this has been a blessing. So what is your history with gaming and just roleplay and tabletop in general? Aside from the uh, start when I was 10, I've been RPing on and off in various games, mostly mostly World of Warcraft, but lots of online games and stuff like that. Tabletop has been hard <laughs> to find groups for. I've never really managed to up until I met you guys. Yeah, that kind of seems to be a universal struggle of either not living near a group that like you mesh with or just not being able to find people offline in general. It's it's rough. So Roll20 has been great. Bless Roll20, honestly. So we'll move on to 20 questions about Dayu. And the first of that is, what clan does she belong to? Dayu belongs to the Crab Clan. Very proud member, even if she's a bit uh, ostracized from them currently, I guess is the word for it. <laughs> And uh, since she is a Kunishigenja, she does, in fact, belong to them, right? Yeah. Like, family-wise? Technically, yeah. So what's the technically part of that? Well, she doesn't have a family anymore, at least a related family. They're dead. <laughs> and she grew up, I guess, for most of her life. I'm not sure exactly when she would have been sent there, but most of her life has been spent in Phoenix Lands, learning the ways of the Ishikin from them. So in that case, is she a Bushi, Shigenja, Monk, or Courtier? Definitely Shugenja, 110%. Very Shugenja, only Shugenja. And how do you think others would describe her appearance? Odd would be a word. Maybe a little uh, unkempt. Travels in the same clothes a lot, doesn't own many. Uh, maybe trying too hard. That's that's my favorite. Trying a little too hard. I feel like that could describe a lot of the Cooney in general, especially like the Cooney Witch Hunters. Yeah, yeah. I guess a lot of her look does come from the original idea of her when she was a monk back in the very early alpha stages of design. I, yeah, I was going to say, um, she has gone through a class change like right after our practice game, like a uh, school change. Yeah, it was out of necessity. And honestly, it was the best change that could have happened. Being she again, just been so much fun. Yeah, I feel like um, I feel like it was a good change in like a general direction, just like moving from monk to Shigenja. Like as far as her whole thing, like her path. 
it, it really does suit her character a lot more. So what is her primary motivation? Stop all Maho. I guess that's not a very good description, but the thing that gets her out of bed in the morning would be that there is probably still Maho out there and somebody has to stop it and nobody else is going to do it, at least in her mind. So who's the person she trusts most, if anyone? Nobody. Herself kind of kind of joins the party on, I don't want to say a whim, more of like a semi-calculated risk. True. But she uh, at least was, yeah, at least Okoto did pull her in. There is like one old friend in the in the kunai, one old childhood friend, but I'd say that trust is at the beginning of the campaign kind of kind of already fading from lack of contact and, you know, her own doubts. So what is Dayu's greatest strength and her greatest weakness? So this one's this one's hard because I I tend to dwell on how many great weaknesses she can have more than more than strengths. But I do think that her ability to uh, persevere against a lot of odds would be considered a strength. I don't know, she, has, she has a lot of drive to keep trying when a lot of other people would probably rightly back out. And how about her greatest weakness? <laughs> it could also be the same thing, but I guess I would say it as more of a, she's really, really, really impulsive. And that's led to kind of maybe why she's ostracized from her clan and has nobody she can trust. Kind of leaps without looking. Yeah. I can see that, <laughs> just based on uh, the beginning to the point we're at now. Yeah, there's, there's definitely <laughs> there's a few pretty good examples of that. <laughs> that and uh, really big weakness would be her lack of social skills. It seems to be a uh, Cooney specialty, just being really strange and antisocial or weirdly social, just their mannerisms and their habits. Yeah, kind of on off depending on the day. And it's always weird, <laughs> no matter how you look at it. So what does Dayu think of Bushido? She thinks that it's great and good when things are going fine kind of helps the social code and just people just interactions i guess at least with people on her level of society i don't know if that's that sounds like a pretentious way to put it and i don't mean it that way but just like when interacting with other samurai and shuganja it's it's just like a good code of conduct for the most part but she finds that it gets in the way a lot when things are getting serious especially when those things involve maho so what's her opinion of the Crab Clan? She loves the idea of them. She doesn't actually have a great picture of the Crab Clan exactly how they are. She has kind of like a storybook idea of them since she hasn't really lived in the Crab Clan for a really long time. She loves the idea and she, she definitely idealizes their like code of honor and the way they do things and how they're very to the point and how they've you know held that wall for a really long time. So is Dayu married? No. She is not, and currently has no prospects. <laughs> Do you see that happening in any kind of, like, natural way? Who knows? <laughs> not me! And does your character have any prejudices, or anything like she's... So, personally, she really doesn't like cranes. For a few reasons, most of them involving the way that she assumes they've kind of screwed over her dad. And uh, probably the way her dad talked about them when she was a kid. <laughs> She assumes and considers them to be the least trustworthy clan, even more untrustworthy than Scorpions. Given her uh, history, I can see how that would shake out, just like her story she's heard. Not to mention some things that happen eventually, too. So, <laughs> Yeah, there's always that, too. So to whom does she owe the most loyalty, if anyone, at the start of the game? The very, very start of the game, <laughs> let's say her mother's memory first, with the phoenix coming just after. Although even that is tenuous. 
And what are her favorite and least favorite things? So she really likes, and I, you'll, if you read through or hear this, you'll see that she kind of likes to be quiet, likes quiet places, likes to meditate a lot. I wouldn't exactly say those are her favorite things, though. Her favorite things are duels and music coming right after that. She really, really obsesses over the idea of an honorable duel between two really skilled individuals. So how about least favorite things? I don't know. I, I had trouble answering this, this part of the question because uh, there's certainly plenty of things that she doesn't like, but her least, least favorite things would have to be any kind of real court setting. She thinks it's all a big waste of time and she hates the dance. Yeah, I figure uh, somebody more practical, especially like the crab, would find it uh, draining and kind of pointless depending on the day. Yeah, I guess it's a, it's a little uh, stereotypical for her being a crab, but it's 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 true. She just I, I can't see how she would like it at all. Does she have any recurring mannerisms or anything like vocal tics? Well, whenever whenever she finds something annoying or whenever there's kind of some kind of conversation or situation happening that she doesn't like but can't really talk about, she's kind of like flare her nostrils a bit. <laughs> maybe maybe heavy breathing. I guess I I wrote here loud obnoxious sniffing in the cold. I would say deadpan. Yeah 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 that's a, that's a really good one. Thank you. She does get very uh, thousand yard stare. And what are her emotions generally like? Like, is she more volatile or stoic, upbeat? She certainly tries to be really stoic and unapproachable a lot of the time. Tries to keep everything under cap, I guess. Like any good samurai? <laughs> yeah, but there's definitely plenty of times where that just kind of leads to her blowing up in everybody's face. Yeah, that's usually what happens. Yeah, not great. Not really, not the best way to handle your emotions, Guy. What are you doing? So how would she handle a subordinate's improper behavior if she were in that position? This one was really hard to answer because I don't feel like she's ever been in the position where too many people have been her subordinates. And I feel like if she ever was to go up to somebody technically beneath her in status, be like, hey, I need you to do this thing. They go, no. She would probably just try and do it herself and then just not talk to them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> How about in the case of a, say, a peasant, for instance? I, I mean, this kind of comes with her not wanting to interact with people. That kind of goes to her kind of avoiding, you know, forcing her I'm a samurai thing on peasants either. Like, why would she do that if she doesn't want to interact with people? She just tries to keep everything as short and succinct as possible. So how would your character's parents describe them? Well, at this point, they wouldn't. Well, her mom's dead and her dad's missing. And they also didn't really know her that well. They really only would have gotten a lot of uh, contact over the past, I'm not even sure how many years. I'm not sure how long Shugenja training takes. Probably a long time. It's usually a pretty long time. So they really, they really didn't know her that well since she spent pretty much her entire life in Phoenix Lands. They would have sent letters and all this and other stuff, maybe met a few times. Yeah, they probably visited for court. But aside from that, they wouldn't have known her too much. Maybe they'd say they're very proud of her and she's very ambitious, but she might want to come out of her shell a little bit. So what is Dayu's highest ambition? Dayu has a lot of ambitions and goals, but if I were to try to find something more, I don't know, emotional or existential, it would be to find a place to call home. Because throughout her entire life, she would have been away in what is essentially some kind of like boarding school writing home, thinking about home and the Crablands, and assuming that is where she is eventually going to end up and belong. And then, out of nowhere, that doesn't really seem to be a possibility anymore. And there is no home for her there, and there is nowhere to go. So now she's just kind of drifting, 
not really sure how to handle her current situation or where she'll end up. So I guess her biggest goal would be to find a place where she feels like is her place. So how religious is Dayu, do you think? Like very, does she revere the kami and the fortunes or is she just kind of lukewarm about it? I'd say she treats the uh, religion and kami as kind of like a science more than a religion. She sees the whole Shugenja thing as you perform these rituals and they're always the same. You're always performing the same ritual to get the certain response out of it. She kind of looks at the kami as something that can be researched and understood. And then I don't know if I would use the word exploited, but I guess that's a word I could use. If, if there's anything that can't be proven about the kami through research and study, then she'll just assume it's questionable at best and superstition at worst. Does she have a particular favorite and not favorite kami? Like type of kami? As, as an Ishikin, she probably prefers the void kami over everything, even if they're so weird and mysterious, probably also because they're weird and mysterious. It's something for her to, you know, some, there's still more to discover there. So if you could, what advice would you give Dayu? Well, maybe look before you leave, kind of going back to that a little try to get out of your own head once in a while the world doesn't revolve around you and uh relax maybe a little bit maybe not everything's so super serious all the time <laughs> i think relax is good uh, universal advice for all of us really yeah all right so thanks for coming out tonight and talking about uh kuni Dayu with me thank you for having me For all the latest updates in our podcast, be sure to check us out on Twitter at SITWL5R. You can also join our Discord server to talk L5R, Tabletop, and everything in between. Shadows in the West is played using the fourth edition of the Legend of the Five Rings role-playing game, developed by Alderac Entertainment Group and owned by Fantasy Flight Games. 